Welcome back, everyone. Uh, today is a bit of a special episode because um, uh, I was able to bump into someone who's pretty much into one of my fields of interest. But I'll be honest with you from the jump, I am not too uh, keyed up on, on the Zimbabwean film industry. Uh, so I'll let the man introduce himself. Okay, my name is British Isaac Mazanyika. I'm a filmmaker. Also, I'm an actor, I'm a comedian, I'm MC. I've done a number of films. Also, yeah, I'm still making films. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to hear, man. So uh, how long have you been doing this for? Uh, I would say now it's about, um, since it's about six years, six years, yeah, six years. Six years. So did you go to like yeah. film school or you just picked it up as a, as a hobby that turned into something else? No, I didn't go to end school film. Uh, like, um, I just, like, I, I had a passion of, of being an actor. So, but then I was in SA. So mm. when I came back here in Zimbabwe, um, I wanted to do films. So I couldn't get an opportunity. So that's when I started to produce my own films. So before I started to produce my own films, I, I, I started with comedy. So because personally, I'm a comedian. I used to do stand-up comedy. And I'm still doing stand-up comedy. So yeah. when I came here to Zimbabwe, uh, I started to do skits. So after that, that's when I um, started to produce uh, films, films, not comedy skits, yeah. films, films. So that was 2016. If I, yeah, that's 2016. Oh, nice. So did yeah. you did you start up by yourself? How did you fund this? Because I'm, I'm, as I know, film, it's very expensive, uh, especially the equipment to get cameras and, you know, lighting and cast and crew. So did you start out with just um, a group of friends or is it something that you you um, you're doing solo? Uh, I wouldn't want to lie to you. Uh, I, I didn't even I never get it any uh, fund. Like I didn't I never get it any funding from anybody or having a funded film mm. but uh, i would say uh, i was fortunate enough to have a supportive mother and a supportive brother as well so those guys they supported me if when it comes financially they would give a hand mm. that's good yeah. to hear it's very good to hear so what, what was your first film like the first film you produced by yourself it was my pain my love I pay my love. So uh, if someone wanted to watch it, where would they go to see it? Okay, now it's on Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. Uh, okay, so we'll get to Netflix Inf- yeah. in a little bit. But um, I want to talk about um, uh, basically the, the the content creation process in Zim because you said you, or the move, the filmmaking process in Zim because you said you, uh, your your mother and your brother were were, were helping you out. Um, is that common yeah, amongst good. amongst amongst young filmmakers or emerging filmmakers that? There's really no support system in Zim to, to, to cater to, to, to creativity. Sorry, come again with your question. I'm saying, is there uh, what kind of support system is there uh, in Zimbabwe? Is there no support system in Zimbabwe for young filmmakers? Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm going to answer in this way. If I say the support in Zim, probably I might lie. If I say there's no support in Zimbabwe, I might lie. I think it depends with who you are mm. and where you are coming from and what you have on the table. I think that that's basically that's the whole thing. Okay. So, for example, it's, it's a, it, yeah. Sorry. No, sorry. Continue. Oh, uh, it's. I, I think it's a matter of, let's say, if it's if, if it's a young filmmaker want to do filming, 
it depends with the connection, where you are coming from, who are you, what's your name? That's the first thing, what do you have? And uh, who are you connected with? I think that's the first thing that, um, uh, that happens, especially here in Zimbabwe, I would say that, because I would say we don't have those proper structures of uh, filmmaking in Zimbabwe, or we don't have a film industry. I think we have a film community in Zimbabwe. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So for the funding process, let's say you've made it. So you've have, I think it was five, a list of five movies um, on Ignite yeah. So let's say now you have some sort of a, of, a, of a name backing you. And I'll admit to the audience, I have not yet watched this work. I'm, I'm going to do that as soon as, as soon as we're done. But we had a very interesting conversation yeah. um, at this um, uh, screenwriting workshop that we met at. Um, so le- you're now, let's say, established, an established filmmaker, or you've got a body of work. So if you want to create a film, how do you begin? Uh, let's start from the most important thing. Obviously, the story is good, but then the thing you need is money. So how, where do you go to for money in Zimbabwe? Ha, uh, <laughs> I don't want to give people poison. Okay. Um, but I would say I, I have tried it here in Zimbabwe, but for me, it didn't work. I, I have approached certain people certain companies, uh, even government officials to, to help me to fund my films, but it didn't work out. So the only thing that I, I did was to find to fund my projects. That's the only way that I did. I had to ask, so if I have to sell tomatoes or to sell whatever that I have to sell so to, to make a month so that I can fund my film, that's what I did. Okay, so- Yeah, that's- so on self-funding, besides obviously buying and selling, uh, what what what's your current occupation besides being a filmmaker to supplement obviously daily living, etc.? Okay, personally, I'm an MC. I do events. I'm an MC. I, I I get paid, and I'm an event planner. I get paid. I also do communication marketing for companies, so I get paid, and I also have um, different things that I do. I I, I do a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Um, so how then yeah. do you manage like your passion as a filmmaker with the things you have to do to fund your passion? Because for most people, it's difficult to find the balance. Uh, I can tell you, for example, I love football. I love watching football. Yes. I love participating yeah. in football. Problem is, is that getting the time to do it with work is just difficult. So how do you do it? Okay. That, uh, what I did uh, when I, I, um, I said to myself, I want to be a filmmaker. Uh, I said, everything that I'm going to do must be lined to filming so that uh, it, it, it won't rob the time uh, uh, from, it won't rob my time from filmmaking. So that's what I, that's what I did. So if, um, if I have to, like, for example, if let's say I want to shoot a film, uh, I have to make sure it won't crash with anything because filmmaking is my priority. So even if um, I'm working at a certain company, some certain company as a communication marketer for that company, mm. I, I, I will make sure it won't rob my time because filmmaking, that's my priority. So that's why you see even wherever I work, I work as a part-time and not a full-time. Mm. So is, is that, that the same? Is that sustainable though in the Sorry? long run? Is that sustainable though in the long run to be like, because um, companies want a certain level of commitment. So if you've got this passion that you're trying to feel, uh, you know, uh, satisfied, then it's a whole, you know, balancing act between is he in, is he out? 
Okay, I, I, I would say maybe in the next few years coming, uh, uh, like I'll be full-time filmmaker, not doing other things. I'll be like, I'll be concentrating on film. So uh, to me, I would say it's working because um, I'm working towards my vision, towards my goal. I, I, I don't wanna like uh, be distracted with anything. So to me, it's working. I don't. I don't want to lie. Uh, I have. I haven't slept with, uh, without eating. I haven't slept uh, on the streets. Mm. Everything is working because, um, I have tried to manage my 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 system. Okay, so yeah. uh, Br- British. Moving on to the actual content creation aspect. Now it's it's still kind of on the whole thing of how do you balance your time because, uh, I write for a living. Um, and you know yeah. sometimes it's difficult to. What can I say? It's difficult to have a passion and be able to be, you know, to, to give your very best. So sometimes one thing has to go over another. So since you're actually doing this um, and it seems to be working for you, um, how do you balance the two? Uh, screenwriting, developing stories, character arcs, et cetera, as well as satisfying the role you need to, to be able to fund um, that passion. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know what to say, but I would say Personally, this this is how I do it. Okay, um, let's say I have uh, I'm writing a script. Okay, I write mm-hmm. my script. Uh, then I I, I will do the 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 north of the script. When I say I do the north of the script, that's mean that's when I um I like I break I do the breakdown of 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 the whole script. That's when I do the the breakdown of um uh the characters the the locations the whole the whole thing of the production so I won't do this alone like I said I have um, a supportive brother usually my brother is one of my production manager of you or when it comes to my project uh, so you, you give the full support you usually do the, the the running of of the production to to for, so that we can bring something that is nice if I have to do it all my, by myself ah. <laughs> Yeah, it won't be easy. Okay. So your brother runs production. Yeah. So how do you split the responsibilities uh, when it comes to um, the, the, the the phase of production? So we've got the pre-production phase, right? We were doing yes. the script writing, dialogue, character arcs, character design, et cetera. Exactly. So how do, you, how do you break that up when it comes to the other phases when you get into production? So in pre-production, I'm, I'm guessing it'll be a case of um, location scouting, um, Yes. Uh, talent acquisition yes. etc like that so how do you break mm-hmm. up the responsibilities um you know I'm, I'm sure your brother also works so how do you then split it to to, to make it balance and then to meet deadlines and, and schedules that you know when you would want your art your, your your work to come out okay this is what i do first uh, i do the breakdown after that that's that's the whole pre-production okay mm-hmm. so um then we have a date we set a date after we have all the resources then we make sure that uh, uh, be, even before we have all the resources, we might set the date and said, I know we are going to shoot on the 20th of, uh, of, of April. Uh, so we need this and this and this. So we, 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 we make sure that we approach or we, we have the resources that we have before the date. So my brother usually do the whole production, the whole scouting because is actually good at managing. Mm. So he can actually, if 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 we need money, he could say, okay, fine. The whole project needs about, let's say, three thousand or five thousand US dollar. Mm. So 
this is how we are going to break it. He he does the breaking, then he gets into 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 the into the business. That's uh, that's that's how you that's how we do it. That's how we do things. Interesting. Oh, if it's working, then you know I, I can't say much more to that. Um, so you said that it let's say a film takes about three thousand uh, dollars to make. Let's just give it as a, as a rough estimate. Um, yeah. So what sort of um, returns are you looking at? So before you get that, um, you said you distribute your films through Ignite Flix, right? Um, yeah, yeah. I have distributed also at Emerald TV. That mm-hmm. was uh, twenty. Um, from 2016 to 2019, okay. all my films have been on MRI TV. Okay, so what's the return like in terms of um, money you make back uh, from the streams on those on those platforms? Uh, that, that depends with the with 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 the film, what type of the film, and I mean the standard of the film. It uh, yeah yeah, they consider the standard of the film as well. But I would say um, it's not always when you make profit. Sometimes you make losses. I don't know want to lie. Mm. Yeah, some of the films I've made losses. I don't know want to lie. And some of them, yeah, I've married. Okay. So can you give a rough Very estimate? Actually good. Sorry? Can you give a rough estimate as to what a good payday would look like um, given the resources you put in? So a film that you put in X amount. How much profit? I know it's, it's the you know it's a passion, so profit isn't um, the most important thing. But then again, to anyone listening, they'll be curious if they're a filmmaker. You know what the the profit loss margins are. Okay, let's say you shot your film with uh, three point five mm. US dollar, then you get a profit of um, let's say ten thousand. How is okay. that? Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, that's 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 the whole, the whole thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that yeah, that's the whole thing. Okay, so yeah. did you did you make ten and a half thousand um, profit off a film? Sorry, did you did you make like something in the region of ten thousand uh, on a film that you made? Yes, I did. Okay, so twenty seventeen, yeah, twenty seventeen. Okay, so what is the um, so obviously hosting your films on these um, platforms? Uh, Igniteflix and then MRTV. So what is their cut? So what is the uh, split between the platform and the content creator when it comes to, you know, when the, when the final sum is out? Sorry, when the final sum is out? Yeah, when they know how much the film is made or the streams it's garnered, how much are you getting and how much is, are the companies getting for distributing your film? Okay. Um, okay, my, my, my film, like all those films that went to MRTV, Hmm. I I uh, I worked with this certain agent. You could say um I take uh ten percent uh, of the amount that you're going to get. So okay. if I get ten thousand, so he takes the ten percent of ten thousand. Okay. And, yeah. and and the companies don't take anything. Sorry. And the companies don't take anything like um you know uh, Ignite Flix. They don't they, take. They're MRI, they're, no, they don't take because they are, those are the ones who are paying us. Oh, to do it. Oh, okay. Yeah, to provide. I mean, for example, I shoot my film at my own cost. Then I sell film to to their channel. So that means it's a it's, it's a benefit to them. I don't know how they they get demand from our films, but if we agree that if I sell you a film with this certain amount, either they do losses or profits, I don't know. But they just give me my money. No, oh, okay. So they pay you initially at the beginning of the film, correct, to do the production. 
sorry uh do they pay a portion of the production costs not necessarily i haven't like experienced that but i would say what what happened to me is like i would go with my film a finished project okay mm. so when i i go with the finished finished product what they would do they would just say like we agree um that this film maybe probably is worth let's say it's worth 10000 so if it's worth 10000 that means uh the the company the tv or the channel that we are selling to they will give us 10000 regardless of the profits or the losses that we are making so they'll give you 10000 down for a film regardless of, yes. of 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 whatever but that doesn't for me that, that doesn't really compute because the way i understand content creation platforms and i'm ignorant to this uh just forgive my ignorance is that yeah yes like they usually um want the 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 revenue to be split based on the the, the returns it makes so when it's when so okay in the in the film industry if i'm correct me if i'm wrong there'll be a budget for mm-hmm. a film for pre-production right and then yes. they will then leverage that budget to project how much it will make. But for for smaller content groups, what I have seen, and I could be wrong, um, is that usually you they help you with the production of it with a portion, maybe a half or a third of the money you'd need to make the, the movie. And then the, yes. the money you will get as a content creator and for your team as well is basically based on how well that movie does on that platform. So are you telling me that yeah. Igniteflix and MRTV sort of buy the rights to the film from the content creator okay okay yeah here i was just talking okay i was just i wasn't talking much about emirate or a i mean about ignite flakes but i was just saying in general what usually happens but uh okay let me answer in this way uh um emirate then i'll go to ignite flakes again okay First, Emirat, uh, this is what happens to me. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to disclose the amounts exactly, but we are just going to use estimates. Okay. Fine. Uh, let's say, um, okay, I shot my film with two, two, two point five k mm-hmm. uh, US dollar. Then I'll go with my finished project to their channel. Then they will say, okay, fine, your Mr. British, your film worth um, uh, five hundred euro. It's worth um, ten thousand US dollar, so we have ten thousand US dollar. Then uh, personally, I have to look: is it worth it or it's not worth it? Mm. So it depends with me to take the deal or not. So sometimes looking at the situation that we have as Zimbabweans, that we don't have that uh, uh, that distribution, because what's lacking in Zimbabwe is distribution of films. So we, we all need distribution of films. That's what lacking in Zimbabwe. So by the end of the day, you end up um, selling a film uh, with, with what you see that is the best. You can actually get a, a certain amount from it. Because if you shoot your film with a 2K, then you get a profit of 8,000. I, I would say it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a huge profit uh, than just talking of free, your film in a hard drive. Okay, so the the estimates you've given are pretty uh are pretty big um and my my gut like you know I'm I'm Texans you know I'm I'm the, I'm the pessimist I'm the guy who's very pessimistic about things so forgive me if I, yes, if, I, if, I, if, I if I sound pessimistic but it's like uh the the figure of ten thousand I, I know you're using an estimate but is 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 high in my opinion um 
uh, in my uninformed opinion, but how often does that happen? Uh, that someone will, will the, the company will offer you 10K or is it more a case that, you know, you know, let me rephrase this. What are the ranges? What are the more probable ranges? Like, let's say you spend two and a half thousand on a film and yeah. you go to one of these companies. What is the most likely mm-hmm. range that they'll offer for the movie, regardless of what you spent? Is it between 1,000 and 2,000, between 500 and 600? You know, what what is the most probable range? Yeah, personally, I have seen maybe probably from 5,000 and above, but I think it depends with the film. I mean, the, the worth of a film, the um, the standard, the quality of a film, the, the, the worth of a film, what does it worth? I think that's what matters uh, the, a lot. Okay. Um, all right, oh, so... I, sorry. I, would, I wouldn't say they have a fixed amount. Mm. If I would say that, I, I'll be lying to you. Mm. But I would say they the, the look at the, the film, how much does it worth? Then we start from there. Okay. So I'm also curious yeah. about... Um, how to, to to pay actors. So you're an actor yourself. So I'm guessing you've worked on projects that weren't your own or that you weren't directing. Yeah, I've actually produced and directed some of my films and other films that I have done with other people. Okay, so on the films that you were uh, an actor, purely an actor, uh, what is yeah. the sort of amounts that they're paying actors, let's say for, for, a, for, a, for a main role or for a lead casting yeah. role and then moving down to supporting cast and then extras, et cetera. What, what are the sums that they that, 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 that uh, an aspiring actor could look to be getting from in the Zimbabwean film industry? Uh, my brother, I don't want to lie. Mm. I want to tell you the truth about Zim uh, film industry. Not all actors are getting paid because here in Zimbabwe, we are having a challenge that we have more passionate filmmakers, um, who wants to make film, but they don't have actually um, a man to make films. Mm. Usually they end up doing uh, zero budget films. So here, what happens here in Zimbabwe? Uh, I don't want to lie. It, it takes an actor to know his or her worth. Personally, I would say I have certain um, uh, ranges of man that I need when I'm casted as a, as a, as a, as a, as a direct, a, a, I mean, as an actor, as a lead or as an extra or as a, just a supporting act, I, I have a certain amount that I have knowing my worth towards the production. So th- that's how I work. But to, to be frank with Zim industry, like I said, we don't have that industry we have. I think we have a film community here in Zimbabwe. A lot of films that are being made by people are zero budgets. So sometimes you would find out that people, they're just acting for free. They're just acting for, 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 for passion because they love acting. And what happens, they would say, maybe probably a producer would say, guys, uh, come to my, um, to my project. I'm going to shoot this film. So as I'm going to shoot this film, uh, is, um, we are going to give you money after we sell the film. So you're going to find out maybe probably we are going to spend 10 to more years without selling that film and actors won't get their money. So that's how Zim industry is operating. But there are some few people who are actually paying actors, but there are very few. I don't want to lie, there are very few people who are actually paying actors. But I would say a normal range for actor, Yen Zimbabwe for a lead 
yeah, 500 and above. Yeah, that will be good. Okay. So for supporting yeah. actor, how much would you be looking at? Uh, supporting in Zimbabwe, I don't want to lie. I want to give you actual figures, my brother. Mm. Yeah, supporting maybe probably 50 to $100. Okay. So, so you know, yeah. so, so let's just say on, on one of on the productions you've been on, how big is the cast usually? Like how many people will be just cast members, not, not a crew? Uh, it depends. I have been on set that I've got recently the project that I'm on. It's a season. It's it got about uh, 22 casts. Yeah, 22 casts. Okay. So of, mm. the, of the 22, was it a situation where you were all paid before for your performances or it's a case of what you're saying, like they're going to wait until the production's done, get the money and then pay you guys? Uh, uh, I don't want to lie. Uh, I don't know how like he approached other guys, mm. but personally I have been paid half down and they promised, they gave me a date to finish the, I mean, the payment. Mm. I don't know the other guys. I don't want to advocate for them. I don't know what they agreed to. Okay. But isn't in the case yeah. of Zimbabwe being difficult for actors, wouldn't it be good to, uh, or I think I should ask, is there like a Zimbabwean um, actors union or actors guild, you know, to make sure that, you know, performers are actually getting paid for the work they're doing? Sorry, we'll come again with your question. I said, is there a Zimbabwean uh, actors guild or actors association that can, you know, advocate for, for actors, um, you know, in, in order for them to get paid um, the money they need to? Yeah, they are there. They are many. Recently, I was uh, the vice chairman of ZTA, Zimbabwean Actor Association. I was, I was once one of the, I mean, the, uh, the board members. I was the vice chairman there. It advocates for actors, uh, the abuse, the payment issue, I mean, the whole thing. Okay. So um, how yeah. well did the organization work, though, in addressing the issues uh, that you that you said? Sorry? How well did the organization work to addressing, you know, payment and abuse? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I would say they are much effect. They are, they are, they are very effective, but um, I think um, the issue that probably sometimes that might stop them is because sometimes actors, they don't speak out loud mm. uh, with the problem that they are facing, especially when it comes to payment, because usually what happens is people, they are just like, for example, I will come to you and say, ah, Mr. Texim, I want to, I want you to be part of my, 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 my cast, but I don't have money because my film is a zero budget. Then mm. you agree to it. Or I would say we are going to, pay you after we see our film, then you agree to it. So I would say it's an agreement. Mm. Then uh, later on, uh, you don't have actual uh, uh, records of the film that the film has been sold or not. Mm. So that's the that's the thing that ZAA is trying to, to work to help films so that uh, they can actually be educative on, on, on these issues when they make contracts or they when they go for 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 roles and for in other projects. Okay, so is a uh, well, I guess that will be redundant because it seems. Um, so is the is the ZAA more of like a, an actors workers union uh, in, in in some respects? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, 
the one thing that we had a bit of a disagreement on, um, it kind of ties into the whole uh, actor space and, and directors and filmmaking space, is that mm. um, as a Texan, see, well, let me say me, but all of us kind of have the same, mm. same idea. We see platforms like YouTube as some of the best ways not only to get exposure, uh, but also to be able to experiment and also to, you know, put your name out there in the event that someone, by some chance, some casting agency, whatever, is looking through YouTube for, for, for talent, which they do nowadays, um, or even just simply make it big on the platform itself. So, um, and I, I have not, I, have, I haven't seen too many um, actors on, uh, on on YouTube in Zim. I don't know too many actors on YouTube in Zim, but I get the feeling from the conversation we had um, on uh, a couple of weeks ago that filmmakers mm-hmm. in Zim, aren't too fond of of using YouTube as a platform. Why is that? Uh, number one, you know, when you make a film as a producer, you have a vision where you want to sell your film and you have a vision with your film. So if you don't have a vision of, um, say, uh, like uh, you have a vision of selling your films uh, at certain channels, you, sometimes you don't put it on YouTube for because some of the channels they don't want content that is on YouTube. Even even if you want, if you are making a content for festivals, some of the some of the festivals they don't want content that is on YouTube. So by the end of the day, you you end up not putting your content on YouTube. That's what happens. Okay, I'm not saying for exclusive content that you want to sell. For example, I mean for you know. In like me as a writer, the thing I do sometimes I, I write stuff that I'd never ever publish or never ever put up anywhere. But it's it's uh yeah. it's there's some things that I do put up on some sites and etc. But yeah. I don't do that to gain the money. It's just to 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 have my work somewhere, you to put it somewhere where I know that if someone might come across it or someone might get an interest in it, it can become a profession in itself. Like how YouTube has become a profession in America. So I'm not saying in a sense that you know, you should put these exclusive movies on these platforms, but there's other skits and stuff that you can put on YouTube to probably help monetize. I know YouTube is not big money in Zim and most of the big YouTubers in Zim uh, rely on corporate um, sponsorships and stuff like that. But I also think that's also effective if you can gain traction on YouTube, uh, especially as a young filmmaker, if if there are projects that you're willing to put up on YouTube, I feel like they can get recognition, you know, regardless of the uh, 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 yeah, I want to say um, I support you on that, uh, but um, I, I want I like I want to highlight the other side. Okay. Uh, because currently I'm working at a at a certain uh, city that is gonna be on YouTube and Facebook. That's gonna be on social media. Yeah. But yeah, what happens sometimes? Why some of filmmakers, some of the filmmakers, why they don't make um, that content? It's because sometimes they don't have the money to produce. You get it? Yeah. To produce the film that, that is going to be on YouTube, uh, knowing that you are not going to get anything. Because it's actually hard to get actors who would want to come and shoot for free and say, guys, this project is going nowhere. We are just going to put it on social media uh, so that you guys, you create your brands, your faces will be all over. So some of the guys, they will, they will tell you that we don't eat exposure. We want money. So <laughs> looking at yourself, <laughs> I'm telling you, that's yeah. what happens in the industry. Looking at yourself that you don't have the money to pay them. So by the end of the day, you would say, ah, okay, fine. Then just leave it. I'm not going to make a, any project that will be on YouTube because you don't have the money. But I would say if we have the money, we could actually do it because 
we love people to see our works, especially here in Zimbabwe. Very, very few people who actually uh, we have got access to our to our films. Yen people, people here in Zimbabwe, they think here in Zimbabwe only makes the dramas. We don't make actual films. They think Zimbabwe only makes the drama, the drama, the drama things. Actually, here in Zimbabwe, they have good films that have been on DSTV on different channels, and the, that's why Netflix is trying to put uh, that. Um, that 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 that's uh, faith in people that here in Zimbabwe we don't have dramas only, but we have actually good films. Mm, okay, so um, yeah, again, I'm just gonna stick on the whole YouTube thing because you said because because it's like something that's really eating away at me. Um, I understand that sometimes you can't ask actors, and it's like with any job, like there's no you can't like you yeah. said eat exposure. Like you need some sort of money to be made from something money, that is made. Yes. I get that mm. aspect of it, but like there are other content creation ways to maximize on YouTube. Like what you're saying, you're a comedian, right? Do yes. You have, do you have a YouTube channel where you put up your skits and stuff, you know, in, in the hope that someone... Yes, I do have. Oh, okay, that's Yes, good. I do have. Because if you didn't, I was going to be disappointed. I was going to be like, man, come on, come on. <laughs> I, do have, I, I do have a YouTube channel and my Facebook, I, like I'm all on social media platforms. Yeah, okay. So I think my gripe is now is more, you know, why doesn't British produce direct a movie that's exclusively for youtube to be like i, I get the money aspect if i get it and and like you said to me like when we spoke it's more of uh yeah. more uh registered as passion projects but yeah. i am i am one of those dreamers that think that you know if you if you do something because you love it someone somewhere will see it so have you ever thought that maybe yeah. i should make a passion project and just put it on youtube and see what happens yeah actually i have a passion project that's going to be on youtube probably next month it's, okay. going to, it's a series that I'm okay. working on. Okay. So that's, um, and also my Mepo, that was my passion project. Okay. I always wanted to do that uh, film before I even uh, thought of being an actor. So uh, that film is on YouTube as well. So I have some of the films that are on YouTube, but some of them, they are not on YouTube because of my, uh, my, 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 like my vision for those projects. Okay. So, British, yeah. all I'm saying is we want more films on YouTube. Like, I'm going to stop beating around the bush. We want more yes. films on YouTube. Put more films and content on YouTube. Because we, like, the thing what we want is mostly, or what I want, I should say, I is that um, for the Zimbabwean YouTube community to grow. So, m- m- the vision I have is yeah. that filmmakers like you who are obviously having to supplement budgets by doing other things should now be enticing, you know, corporates and sponsors to be able to come in on these, on these movies, to be able to find different pathways. Yeah. And I feel like the more we have on YouTube, the more noise that, that, that Zimbabwean filmmakers make on YouTube, the more recognition that we'll get. Because like I said, like uh, with Captain Formby, for example, it's only so long people can ignore you until it's yeah. something where you can be like, yeah, you know what? We are going to make, uh, not even that, but like YouTube originals, like YouTube actually reaching out and be like, yeah, we've seen that the Zimbabwean, I know this is a far off dream, but it's, it's I have to say it that um, Zimbabwean filmmakers have been doing so well on this platform or have been putting so much work in this platform, get exclusive deals with companies, yeah. you know, for this. So yeah, I, sure, I, know sure. I know their budgetary issues. I get that. And I'm, I'm not under um, undervaluing or underappreciating the effort you guys are putting yeah. in to do what you do. But I'm just saying. Yeah. So good about movie by YouTube. Please. Yeah. I, don't talk about that, bro. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Is like as soon as I produce my film that is going to be on YouTube, definitely you'll be the first one to watch it. Okay, all right. I, I definitely want, I want exclusive access. 
Yeah, definitely. I'll give you 100% access to it. And we want you to help us to push it so that people would see that these guys, they've got films. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll, 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 I'll take yeah. up on that. But I'll, 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 we'll check it out, see what it's like. And then, yeah, definitely. But I, I, like, it's, it's all about supporting the craft and supporting... Um, Again, what we do at Texas is basically supporting startups and films are pretty much, especially now with independent creators, are pretty much startups. So, yeah, when you, when you have it out, send me a trailer and we'll have a look at it. I'll definitely I'll do so. I'll definitely do so. All right. So thank you very much, British. Uh, thank you for your time. Uh, I know you're coming back from a house trip. I'm guessing you were filming uh, from the trip you just come, you've just come back from. Yeah, it was a, 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 a shoot for, um, for this certain company that we're doing. Okay. So, but we are done. Oh, that's good. That's good to hear. Thanks very much, man, for your time. Uh, for everyone listening, I will put the links to all of uh, British's work in the description as well as Netflix, so that you guys can check it out as well as other local content uh, that, that's being made in Zim. So from everyone uh, and from British, thank you very much for listening and bye-bye. Thank you so much, bro. I'm so humbled. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks, man.